This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. What does design mean? I didn't even get the sentence out of my mouth. What does design mean? So I start talking to him. Listen about this. God made you. He designed you. He gave you gifts and abilities. He's the one who determined what your eyes should look like. And everything about you as a person, maybe not every physical characteristic, but everything about you as a person, God has given you these gifts because he has a reason for you being here. God has designed and gifted each of us with our purpose in mind. Pastor Robert will teach us today that everything we are and all that we have is from him for a specific reason. We must be watchful, serious in our prayers, and purposeful with how we were designed as we live life in the end times. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Be serious and watchful in your prayers. Sometimes people ask me to tell them the secret to raising solid kids in this evil age, you know, and and we all think that this age is more evil than the last when in fact, like I've said before, Miami Beach has nothing on Corinth in Paul's day or Ephesus. Certainly, we don't hold a candle to Sodom and Gomorrah, right, in the time of Abraham and lot. But people will ask, you know, he's like, I had a guy say to me a couple of years ago, you know, you, you got a couple of pretty good kids there. What, what, can you help me out here? I mean, what, what did you do? And Elizabeth always, you know, her response to that is, listen, it's God's grace, which is absolutely true. You understand? We know that. We don't look around at, at the parents whom we know. We, you know, we've counted like 10 different families who are struggling right now with adult children who are, have gone off the rails and are suffering the consequences of their foolishness in rehab, in jail, all these different things. You know, godly men and women in many cases, you know, whose kids are suffering the consequences of sin. And we don't look at them and, and say, you know, we did it right, you got it wrong, Sorry. Sucks for you, kind of a thing. Because we know, but for the grace of God, that could be our kids. But I said to her recently, I said, but you know, we, we have a responsibility to the people who look to us for some instruction, for guidance, for pastoral care. We have a duty to evaluate what did we do well? What did we do that was actually part of God's plan, you know, in in cooperation with His plan for our kids. 
And one of the things that I look back and see is what he talks about right here in this passage. What we did well with our kids. We were serious about prayer with them. We were serious about praying with them. Not just saying prayers with them. You understand? When, when I was growing up, my mom and dad did the best they could. You know, they were people of integrity. We went to church every week. We prayed before every meal. Let me rephrase that because that's really not totally accurate. We said a prayer before every meal. We said a prayer at bedtime every night. I remember the first time I, you know, remember hearing it. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before I wake, and I got stuck right there. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to pray that prayer. And my dad in his, you know, typical easygoing manner, hush, pray this prayer. So I did. And then at mealtime, it was, God is great. God is good. Let us thank Him for our food. Amen. There was no real interaction with God. It was a religious ritual that we learned to observe every night and at every mealtime. And when I actually came to know the Lord Jesus, one of the things that I determined was that I would never do that again. I would never do I don't even. I don't even like to quote the Lord's Prayer personally because I don't believe that's what Jesus intended. That model prayer that, you know, that Jesus, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We memorized it when I was a little boy. But do you understand that's not what Jesus intended? He didn't intend for you to memorize that and and then repeat it as a ritual. No, he was giving a a lesson. He was giving understanding about prayer. Prayer is supposed to be interaction, communion with your Father in heaven. He's alive. He wants to hang out is the way that we might say it today. And he wants us to train up our children to hang out with him. To talk to him about everything. And so Elizabeth, and I, you know, I'm so grateful for a wife who really loves God. It's not just religion for her either, you know. And one of the things that drove me to my knees was my wife learned to drive when my children were toddlers. One was a baby, right? In Miami traffic, my wife is learning to drive with my babies in the back seat. I had a great prayer life. <laughs> but Elizabeth would pray with them about parking spaces. You know, she'd be going down to South Beach and, you know, kids, come on, we need to pray for a parking spot. We've circled this block four times. Let's ask Jesus to provide a parking place for us. And then when, when he did, she would talk to the children about that. Look at how generous God is to us. All these other people are looking for parking too. God gave us a place to park. And we prayed with them about everything. And then we talked to them about what we were praying about. Do you understand what I'm saying? We tried to do what the Bible says. In the Old Testament, God said to the people of Israel, now I'm, I'm really radically paraphrasing here, because he, he's like when you rise up, when you lay down, when you, you know, walking in the way, talk to them, teach them the law. But what he was saying to them is look for every opportunity to teach your children my ways and my laws look for every teachable moment that you can find and we tried to live by that we tried to do that we tried to talk to our children about 
Why did God, one of the coolest conversations I ever had with my son, David, was about the word design. He asked me, you know, he was still in, you know, he was like three years old, still in a, in a car seat in the back seat, and we're driving across the, the causeway, and he sees a helicopter, couldn't even pronounce the word. He called them haytoppers. And he's like, Daddy, I just saw a haytopper. And I'm like, where? And then we're looking, you know, and, and out there, over the water. And I, I don't see one. And he said, can haytoppers fly underwater? And I said, no. And he said, why not? Good question, right? I said, because they're not designed to fly. Daddy, what does design mean? I didn't even get the sentence out of my mouth. What does design mean? So I start talking to him, listen, about this. God made you. He designed you. He gave you gifts and abilities. He's the one who determined what your eyes should look like. And everything about you as a person, maybe not every physical characteristic, but everything about you as a person, God has given you these gifts because he has a reason for you being here. The reason a helicopter can't fly under the water is that it was designed to fly in the air. Submarines, and the reason he asked me the question was that I had taken him on a tour of a World War II era submarine in Denmark visiting his grandmother and grandfather. So he's thinking about the difference. You know, we see that submarine and and I said, that was designed to go under the water and to be able to stay under the water. But a helicopter was designed to, to fly. That's how it was made. The, the way it was fashioned, it's suitable for that and not for this. And after I went on and on as only I can do, you know, I'm rambling and he's like, Daddy, I don't want to talk about design anymore. <laughs> okay. But see, in this passage of Scripture, God reminds us we're running out of time on planet Earth. We, as a race, you know, the human beings, we're running out of time. We need to be serious and watchful. Serious and watchful in our praying. It doesn't mean that our prayers have to be serious and that we have to be all somber, or that we have to pray long prayers or, you know, or say it just right or... Or that we need to meet every day and pray, or meet every week and pray, and have prayer meetings. And What he's talking about is as you're going through your day, are you talking to him? Are you serious about that? Are you serious about talking to your father every day about whatever? That's what he's talking about. And watchful. Watchful. Are you watchful in your prayers? Are you serious about your prayers? That's what he's talking about. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 instructs us to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor. And we want to let you know that you can help partner with us to help see Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in, and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another Main Thing Radio.